0: Welcome to Cinema Tea with J.V. Every episode, I'm going to pour myself a cup of tea, and I'm going to talk about a movie that I watched. So, come and join me. Pour yourself a cup of tea, sit back, and listen to this episode of Cinema Tea with J.V. Well, howdy there, everybody. Welcome back to Cinema Tea with JV. Um, I don't know why I said that. Like, I was extremely surprised that Cinema Tea with JV is a thing that's happening, Um, as if this isn't literally my show. Anyway, back to sounding like my microphone has actually been used for, like, recording podcasts before. Jesus, I'm so sorry, everyone, that I've been recording via, like, anchor um in their built-in app. I don't recommend doing that to anyone by the way. Just if you can avoid that, avoid it. Um but anyway, here we are. I'm happy to be here and happy today to be recording an episode for y'all um on a movie that literally as far like as far as when I got access to be able to see this movie that was literally yesterday. Um, so, <laughs> so I have, I have now watched it, um, well, one and a half times. I sort of got halfway through it the first time and wound up having to do a bunch of other things. Um, and also wanted to, like, was in a weird headspace and wanted to devote more time to the movie. I was enjoying the movie, I was actually having a great time. I just wanted to, um, like go back when I was like able to really focus on it. Oh God. Okay. Hold on. Let me step back a second. Um the tea that I am not drinking at the moment, because I drank it earlier today, um, is uh was a bubble tea that I am terming uh that I'm calling blue Hawaiian. Um the flavors that were in it were blueberry wild gel tea from Tiesta tea, almond milk, and blue Hawaiian, which is I would say sort of a Mai Tai-esque flavor of pineapple and uh, coconut. Um, Or I guess it's more of a pina colada. That's more the type of flavoring that I'm referring to. Um, And I love bubble tea and I can drink bubble tea all the time. And I do frequently drink it all of the time. Uh, And I feel like it's very fitting for what movie we're going to be talking about today. Um, We're going to be talking about a movie called Zuli. This is this is a lovely title for a movie. I love this personally. So a couple things about me that y'all are going to need to know for this conversation, um, because I I will admit I will admit when I have a bit of bias, I will admit that I have a bias in favor of this movie just automatically, Um, not even necessarily because I know anybody involved with the film, but just simply because of the type of film that this is, which is a mermaid movie. Now, intrepid listeners amongst you will know that I am a retired professional mermaid. Um, I was a professional mermaid from 2007 until 2017. Um, That was, yeah, Um, that was also pre-transition, so if you're looking up mermaid you will whatever fine I'm just letting you know that it's pre-transition but those photos still exist and I was still cute as hell Mm. anyway um (laughs) I uh that that being what it is um it's always nice to me to see mermaids on screen particularly when it is a practical effects tale I love that that makes me very happy because it you know reminds me of reminds me of the job that I used to have, um, which is always really fun. Um, anyway. Oh, also another thing, the thing number two that you sort of need to know about me is that um, one of the first movies I ever saw um, just as a small child was Splash, which admittedly is a weird thing to show a small child. Um, there's a lot of sex in that movie. It was weird to see that when I was like really small, but that's fine. Still one of my favorite movies, I would say, It is my favorite movie that came out in the 80s. That is just a true fact. It is my favorite film that came out in the 80s. Um, And uh, the third thing that you need to know about me is that um, because of, well, I don't have to justify the exact reason that this is the way it is, but um, because of the culture that I come from and the um, sort of religious path that I have. Uh, walked and sort of chosen um it is it should not be it 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 it's important to me that this um film centers around a a mythical figure that means as much to me as like I would say the Virgin Mary means to uh other people um of the maybe christian variety um i am pagan um a voodoo practitioner, as it were, um, which, interestingly, voodoo is one of those weird things that both can and often isn't included amongst the general concept of paganism, but that's a whole other thing, um, but Erzuli, um, as I have sort of understood her for the most, um, for the longer part of my life, um, is that, uh, she's a goddess of many faces, as it were, um, or a Loa of many faces, as it were, uh, and one of the coolest things about her and the part that I have always sort of connected with and one of the reasons why, like, when I went through the, um, the initiation rituals that I went through, um, the sort of patron that I was that I was given, um, was Erzuli. That's the, yeah, that also happens to, mm, well, okay, one of the interesting things about Erzuli just generally, and I'm not yet talking about the movie, but I will get to it, um, is the fact that, um, the, the saint, um, like, in, well, we will say saint for the purposes of this, um, we'll say patron saint for the purposes of this, as that's the closest equivalent here, Um, for most gay men and most trans women is um, Erzuli. I think that has a little bit to do with beauty um, and femininity and um, just that general sphere of things. Um, And because of that, it's always nice to see her in things. I love her. I love her a lot. Um, And it's... And that... Well... Yeah. So mythologically speaking, there's an aspect of her that is connected to um Mamiwata, um, who is uh, a mermaid goddess that you would recognize if you saw an image. Um and uh yeah, that's um that's the sort of prefacing that I <clears throat> Excuse me. That's the prefacing that I wanted to get out there before I just like start my review because this is a really really important subject to me and an important subject matter to me. Um it matters a lot to me how we portray um how we portray well people in general but how we specifically portray uh black like afro Afro-diasporic religion in horror films, because this is a horror film. Um, I'm going to do my best to not spoil this film for multiple reasons, not the least of which is I want y'all to see this goddamn movie. If y'all take nothing away from anything I say here today, it is, see this goddamn movie. I'm putting the link to where you can purchase this movie or rent this movie. Girl, it is not that expensive. It is not that expensive. And this movie deserves it. I don't... I need you to watch this movie. I need you to do it. I need you to do it. Anyway, with that said, let's hop into the uh, discussion section of this little review here. So, um, Erzuli centers on a group of four women who are let's be honest, they're all going through it. These girls have been through some shit um they have been through the fucking ringer um and they are all coming together like after having i believe been at a retreat together, which is how they know each other, but like generally speaking they're all like they're they're referred to at one point in the movie as being sisters, and that feels very correct, um, in the way that, like, you can be in a friend group like this, and it's, yes, a friend group, but, like, y'all are sisters. That's what the deal is. Um, <clears> hmm. <throat> anyway, I love that, um, oh my god, oh, sorry. I am, um, struggling with my computer today. A lot of the, uh, a lot of the audio is getting kind of wonky today. I've tried to record this literally like three or four times and it's been real weird and has decided randomly on occasion to just not save my audio. But anyway, it appears to be saving now. And this is the important thing. So, um, what was I saying there? Right. Okay. So, um, these four women are going through it. They are presumably in louisiana based on the names of everybody um also given the nature of Airzuli, um and where she would necessarily reside i personally believe that it's any waters anywhere for very sort of obvious reasons i would believe it would be any waters but you know i could easily also see it being um waters that are sort of how do you say Significant to uh black people, um, is how I would word word that. Um, so, right. Um, <clears throat> I uh, where is I going with that? Right. Okay. So, that yeah, I personally like to believe it would be any waters anywhere. Um, but she, um, one of the girls, uh, Wendy, um, goes to uh, sort of call and make a prayer to, uh, the goddess Erzuli, who is said to, um, who's said to reside in the waters that they're staying next to. Um, Erzuli in this movie is portrayed as a, um, as a sort of monstrous swamp goddess, as it were. Um, that may sound kind of wild, but I do not know how else to refer to her. That is just sort of how that's just sort of the the vibe that's just sort of how that goes um i and I will say that is one of the things that I do especially love about this movie is that um they took the mythology of Erzuli and made it into something something unique and different, but in no way shape or form disrespectful um and that is a thing that i think is really really important like it i think that's an important thing cuz i what i will say actually about this movie is that this is the most like this is the one of the nicest portrayals yeah nicest portrayals that's i think a good way to put it one of the nicest portrayals of um <clears throat> of a um of like voodoo um, and voodoo esque folk magic and practices um, in a film in a horror film, I would I would venture to say this is honestly kind of the only uh, nice portrayal that I've seen of that in a horror movie, um, and that is sort of a thing that's extremely important to me. Is it's one of those again it's a it's a religion that I actively practice and actively believe in, and because of that, it's important to me that it's shown accurately. And also because Voodoo has a long, long-standing history of being shown and portrayed extremely poorly in media, in horror media specifically because it's largely made by white people and has largely also been made by a lot of white men, and the white men that opted to make it had the mindset of colonizers. You can sort of see how this would happen when all of the decks are sort of stacked in that exact way. Now, this movie is uh, written and directed by um uh, by I believe by a woman of color, um, by Christina Chen. Um and I she did a phenomenal job of directing this movie. Like her sp- this oof Got like she is an incredibly talented director and i can't wait to see more movies that she winds up making because well and truly this is incredible like this is an incredibly well directed movie um i think if i hmm oh other things that i enjoy about this movie i really the actors that they got for the four main girls are absolutely incredible. They did such a good job. Um, The actress they got to portray, Erzuli, she, first of all, literally looks like a goddess. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Mama, you look like a goddess. Yes, God. I love it. I'm here for it. I'm... I... You are serving, Mama. I love it. It is so good. Um, Everything about it was incredible. Um, Anyway, so in addition to me loving the hell out of that, being it being a feature of this, um, I also absolutely adore. um, Oh, boy. What was the word? Oh, oh, God. Uh, I I also adore just there's a little bit of a twist toward the end, and you meet another character who's mentioned earlier on in the movie and I love there's a little reveal that happens with her, and I absolutely loved that reveal god the the this movie had really good representation as well, like just this movie did better on representation than. A lot of the other movies that I've talked about so far um i think i'm i think the next that actually yes, the movie I'm talking about immediately after this um that I'm literally recording immediately after this um is another horror movie that did not have that had like people of color in the cast and did not like nail it the same way that this that this cast absolutely killed it and nailed it and did like a wonderful job um the fear and the terror that these actresses because it's a horror film shocker um the the terror that these actresses are able to portray was extremely believable um which is really important in a horror movie that's not a thing you can always always necessarily get across um I will say that fear is a really difficult thing to portray as an actor just in general. I, I have mentioned this before. I am also an actor. I'm a voice actor um, by sort of profession. Um, I was going to say by training. I'm like mm, minimal training, but I am a voice actor. So um, from and I have done acting in general. Fear is really difficult to portray. Um And I think that the girls did a phenomenal job um, of portraying it. This movie has a lot to say about um, protecting the environment. And I think the way that it talks about it was really good. I think the message for it came through really clear. Um, It also has a lot to say about um, patriarchy and the violence that comes from patriarchy. And the violence that comes from white men specifically, it has a lot to say about that and it and rightfully so um there's a character you meet almost immediately, um who's the person in charge of the campground, who immediately terrifies me like the second he like started to talk to people, and I was like, "I hate this man, like, oh God that." Like, And to that end, I will say, that actor also did a really good job. All of the actors in this did a great job. Not just the ones that, like, I have absolutely fallen in love with, but also the other ones. Everybody. All of them. They all did great. I'm really genuinely impressed with what everyone is able to accomplish. So, well done, everyone. Uh, Well done to the entire cast. Oh, I did want to shout out... um, let me pull up the Instagram because I was just looking at it a second ago. Um, I wanted to just shout out the uh, Hagfly Productions made the tale. Um, and uh, I again wanted to just shout out um, Christine Chen uh, for making this incredible movie. Um, and all of the producers who actually worked on this movie as well. Because y'all, this is a I. I think it's fair to say that this is a lower budget movie. Um it seems like it it seems like it is a lower budget movie and I don't mean that in any type of derogatory way. It's just that a lot of horror just a lot of like sort of niche indie horror tends to be like really um what's the word? Or particularly like for films involving people of color and like centering people of color in the story um, horror movies that are like that tend to be low budget, but the uh, there are certain movies that are um not able to pull that off with like not able to pull off having a small budget and being good. Um, <laughs> things that come to mind when I think of that are the movie that we will be talking about uh, in like two days from the moment that I release this. Um, so yeah oh, also a spell with Omari Hardwick in it that was a I wanted to like that movie so much, and that movie was just adequate. This movie blows that one <laughs> out of the water. Uh. love that joke um also, if you get a chance to uh if you listen to this sort of early and you get a chance to um and you happen to be in Miami. Uh, this weekend, there is a screening of this film at Afro Mermaid, which is a festival that I wish I could be at. Oh, my God. A festival like that is one that, like, um, before I retired, like, didn't happen. Um, being a mermaid of color was a really, really difficult thing to just sort of do and be uh, while while I was still a professional at it. Um it was really complicated. The gigs were few and far between, particularly if you also happen to be, um, not extremely like, not like a, not to be shady, but like, if you're not like a gym rat, like that, it can be really difficult to get gigs, um, as a mermaid. Um, if you are also just as, again, this is pre-transition, so I will say this word here, um, but as a merman, getting gigs was also pretty difficult for me, um, particularly as uh, a Black one. Um, I did publish children's books, though, which are not currently available online, uh, sadly, so I'm working on it. I will fix it. I'm I'm uh, going to be Reworking on all of that uh and trying to get those files back up there because currently my book is out of print and i'm deeply annoyed by that um because i wasn't notified that it, it would be out of print but the place that did print it um is now out of um is now uh like that place is no longer in business so i now have to find somewhere else that might print it if i can find the files that i sent them anyway all of that being what that is, um, i I'm going to uh, pause here for an ad break. There, I don't think, are ads yet still, but I'm working on it, y'all. I am working on it. Um, and uh, I will see y'all back here in just a second for the uh, number portion of the review, um, where I will go on the points and whatnot. Um, Anyway, we will pause it here, and see y'all in a few seconds. Okay, and we are back for part two of this lovely little shindig right here. Um, I do not know why I worded it like that. It's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Um, so, right, let's look at the scores on this review so let's start off with story i'm surprising no one i think the story is a five out of five the story itself i thought was really interesting and made sense um and there is a sufficient amount of scares in it for me um because of just the nature of uh the nature of the story um i found a lot like um A lot like uh, something like Lovecraft Country. This is one of those things where, like, there's monsters around, but the things that are scarier than monsters are white men with guns. Uh, Always more terrifying. Always more terrifying. Anyway, uh, inclusivity. I gave this one also a five out of five because not only did it have people of color in core roles in the story, it also has queer people in it, which is a mild spoiler, but there's queer people in it. There's queerness in this film. Um, And even separate to that, I would have given it um, credit for this regardless, simply for um, doing a really good job portraying a religion that has been so often, uh, Done so poorly and so done so foul in the media. Let's be honest, like, Lord, they love, they love, they love to make voodoo evil and shit. And I just wish that they would stop anyway. Um, so looking forward now to acting absolute five out of five. Just, I, I had never seen any of these actors before in anything, and they blew me out of the water. I was. It, because of other films that i've seen that are independent films that have maybe been distributed by a 24 whatever um uh I, I was less than impressed in the with the acting in those movies this one absolutely blew me out of the water the acting was so good everybody like did such a good job there was like I I was very impressed. I was absolutely extremely impressed with all of the acting in this film. Um, And I hope to see a lot more out of the cast of this film, like going forward. I know that uh, that a lot of them are like, you know, working actual actors in like indie horror, I believe most of them. Uh, And I just I'm looking forward to because I now know who they are going through and looking at other movies that they've been in um, and seeing more from them. So shout out to y'all actors. You did a great job. You absolutely killed it. Wonderful work. Directing. I also gave this one a five out of five. Um, Again, this is a director that I hadn't seen anything from before, but I will absolutely be tuning in to a lot more of her projects. Like I, I'm really genuinely extremely impressed with the, with this movie. I think it was incredibly well done. Anyway, looking at script, so looking at the script of this film, um, the script I also gave a five. Um, The lines and dialogue made sense. Again, that is something that seems like a very small thing. Uh, Like, it did a good job. And I think part of this is also the acting where like it had to explain who these characters are. Like it had to explain who Erzuli is. And that's not a thing that everyone is going to know. And I don't necessarily know that if that, if you watch this movie, you will leave with like an intense knowledge of Erzuli. But like, I do think that you will have um, a basis for kind of understanding the lore. Um, You will have heard of what a Veve is. I I will say I found the Veve interesting that they used in this movie. Um, because that is not Erzuli's regular Veve. Um, I my next tattoo is actually going to be Erzuli's Veve. I was advised against doing it. I'm going to do it anyway. Um, it's a whole thing. Uh basically, um, it's sort of a heart shape with an arrow going through it. That's Erzuli's regular Veve. Um, there's another version of it that is um, a little bit more sort of solid. Um, but again, because she's a goddess of many faces, this is just sort of how that's going to go. Um, but anyway, it was one of those things that I actually thought was, um, a you know, really nice piece of set design and a really um, it it was. I think it was actually a good idea to not use the real one um, for several reasons, not the least of which is, I think that might have actually been an issue for some people had it been used but i think the version of it that the the version of this that they use still incorporates the heart because erzuli is the goddess of love and a protector of women and also of um a water deity um to some extent that's a water deity yeah but that's fine we'll we'll take it it makes sense um (laughs) i get it it checks out but also mm, okay sure um anyway uh themes the themes of this movie like i mentioned earlier um really i thought came through very clearly i gave it a five here because i thought the themes of environmentalism and uh being anti-pollution which is um a thing that is always extremely important to me i apologize my voice just got real weird there because i saw a spider in this room there's a big, weird spider in this room, and I cannot do anything about it. Anyway, sorry. Um. Uh, right. Can y'all tell I have ADHD? It's fine. Pacing. So pacing was, uh, I would say, pretty good in this movie. Um, I did uh, give pacing a four because there was a little bit during the middle where I was uh, kind of like, it It's not so much that it felt like it was extremely long. It was that um, there was some weirdness in the pacing towards the end of the movie, like interior to the story. Um, it sort of felt a little bit off in certain places, but not like extremely, but just just a teeny tiny little bit. Um, So I only took one point off, so it's a uh, four out of five there. Visuals. So visuals, um, this is a difficult one because I actually, I gave this one a four. Now, the reason I gave this one a four is not because the visuals weren't great. Um, It was that there was an editing issue in, like, in one spot that I noticed there is definitively an editing issue that had to do with um the I'm trying to word this in a way that isn't like a spoiler necessarily um but someone has to grab something out of a toolkit um and the way that that section is cut when they go to grab the thing out of the toolkit um you see them grabbing it out of the toolkit and then running back like and then like they're tied up in in a like uh, a car we'll say it's not actually a car but we'll say that for now um where they are holding it there and then like but then they're still tied up and then they have to go and run and grab it it was one of those things of like a misplaced cut in a scene sort of did that like like, one file got put slightly before the other. I don't do a lot of editing or video editing specifically, but I see how this happened. I, like, I I can see very clearly how this editing issue happened. It was not a huge deal. It didn't, like, really take me out. Um, I will say I think that the shaky cam on those particular scenes was a little bit difficult, um, to follow, but, um, Like, I understood what was going on. I just was, I wasn't, like, too excited about that particular part of it. Um, I will chalk this up largely to a low budget more than anything else. Um, I think that was what the issue was regarding that little section. Also, because it is a section that involves a lot of water, I think there's a level of, like, well, there's only so much of this that you can actually do like really make sure that you cover like for a certain amount of time like there's a lot of safety stuff that you have to be very wary of when you are uh doing this type of filming so you know I wanted to make sure that all of that was uh I wanted to make sure that I like I I mentioned that but that I didn't make that like a huge thing because it was not a huge problem in the thing it was very very small um And it's one of those things that you just sort of expect when you uh, you expect that, you know, if you're going into indie horror, you sort of expect certain a couple cuts here and there to be like a little bit off. I'm not mad at it at all. I Honestly, it made me like enjoy this movie even more in a way because I could see and understand like the process behind making this thing in a way that like it wasn't like a it wasn't even like a real detriment. It was just sort of a thing that I happened to notice because of like the weird, like ADHD brain that I have. Anyway, I still think it was good. Um, So I gave it a four. Now, scoring and music. The music, if I separated this out, the music would get a five, and these, the music and scoring would get a five. The sound design would lose a couple points. Now, here's the tea about sound design. As a person who has done sound design for audio drama, um, see all of Red Wing and all of Birds of Prey Outcry, if you want to hear my credentials on that, if you don't just believe me, it's fine, I get it, but also okay. Um, Sound design can be really tricky. It can be tricky to get right sometimes. So, I don't want to like knock it too much. Some of the problems were uh it was real difficult for me to hear what was going on. Like what they what the girls were saying was difficult for me to hear. Um not all the time, but a lot of the girls were like would have these lines where they were like kind of soft spoken and like not really like they're kind of soft spoken or being said through gritted teeth like which can make things like difficult to understand um and then there is like whole scenes where erzuli is talking and i cannot hear her um she is acting as if the as if the boom mic is turned all the way up um in terms of its gain as if the gains turned all the way up on that mic, we would have heard her real clearly. But as it stood, we could not hear her. I do not know if that is a thing that is possible to go in and change after the fact without, like, taking the audio literally out of the video file and altering it to make it a little bit louder um, in post-production. That's what I personally would have done. Um but I also am not the person who made this movie. So, like, I don't know what they were or were not able to do. Um, But that would be one thing that I would have fixed was the um, was the audio design in that regard. The music was fucking great, though. I loved it. I thought it was very much on theme. Um, There's a whole section on the Urzuli website if you want to learn more about the musicians who were um, involved in the making of this project. And I highly recommend you give them all a look uh, and check them out there. I know I personally am going to. I'm going to put them on a playlist, actually. Um, a mermaid playlist for this summer. Maybe I'll share it. Who knows? I probably won't mainly because I'm I've now not using Spotify uh, for various reasons. I'm still using Anchor, but not Spotify. It's kind of weird. Whatever. It's fine. Anyway, overall enjoyment. Um, oh, sorry, I gave scoring and music a four by the way, um, overall enjoyment, I gave a five um because I, as you can clearly hear from how I've spoken about this movie, I had a great goddamn time with this movie. I loved this movie. it was so fun. I had a really good time watching this. This was a good a good indie horror film, and those can often be really hard to find um one of the things that I have to say about that generally is we should let women direct indie horror because they are clearly better at it. They clearly know what they're doing. Um, Anyway, uh, this total score for this movie is a... 47. This movie is a 47 out of 50, which is a really, really, really good score. So, um, again, if the cast and crew are hearing this... I just wanted to give y'all a shout out and a huge hug and a huge thank you for portraying a figure that is really important to me and doing it with care and love and putting a film together that, um, that I genuinely think is really good. Um, so anyway, if y'all, uh, if y'all want to see this movie again, the link to be able to find it and where you can, um, where you can, uh, rent it and uh buy it and also where some screenings are if you want to go see it live um it's not currently in like theaters per se but there are like screenings that have it um i do genuinely think this movie is really good and i'm really glad it's out there um so y'all did a great job um everyone involved in this should be extremely proud anyway now that all of that is done All that is left for me to do is to say, Dear lovely listeners, be well, do as much good work as you possibly can, and of course, stay safe out there. (laughs) I tried to sing it. I was never a siren. That's not a thing that I was. I'm not a siren. I can't sing. Be well, do as much good work as you possibly can, and stay safe out there. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Cinema Tea with JV. If you like the show, please leave a rating or review. Five stars, please. And let me know what you liked about it. You can also leave recommendations for what movies I should cover in the actual review itself. I would greatly appreciate that. If you feel like following me on social media feel free to do so, I'm at RedBlackGolden on pretty much all social media. You can follow the show account specifically at Cinematjv on Twitter. And in general, I would totally appreciate it if you would be maybe willing to share the show with a friend or two, get them listening, see if uh, see if you can get that going. Anyway, I won't take up too much more of your time. Y'all stay safe out there now, you hear?